got the stogie going chair. We got the video recording, the podcast recording. This is Big John. You can find me on Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word. This is Americana, the American way, which one? Where my nose decides to itch every time I start a video. Uh, on Rumble, uh, Rumble, Telegram, and YouTube. This is Americana, the American Way channel. There's a link down in ye description to the articles I'm going to quote and to a good video from the Hodge twins or conservative twins, whichever you prefer to know them as. They have uh, an interesting take on the Chauvin verdict um, and said some things that got me thinking. I still think he, I still think he's not guilty, but uh, nonetheless, in the court of public opinion and and the looks looks of the matter, the aesthetics, if you will, he was found guilty. Uh, the judicial system, the judicial system. In America did its job, whether I agree or not. Now, on uh, in the midst, the midst, the clouds in her mist, a young lady in Seabush, Ohio, as I affectionately refer to Columbus, was getting ready to shank another young lady with a shiv. Or a shank, or uh, a knife. Some type of kitchen knife, uh, much pointier than a, a butter knife. The knife you would commonly use, okay, this was a, a, a big old knife. This was something you used to, uh, you know, cut steaks or something big. This isn't, you know, something you butter your bread with, all right? Cop rolls up on the scene. The girl's daddy field goal kicks, uh, well, knocks another girl on the ground and field goal kicks her in the head. The officer's telling him to stop, draws his weapon. Then he sees uh, Michaela getting ready to stab another girl. Uh why in the blue hell, when the police are, are are there, are you knocking other people on the ground and kicking them in the head? He may have missed with his kick, but he definitely knocked a girl to the ground. Um, and then why the girl in question, Micaiah, Michaela, she's turning, chases after another girl. The other girl is pinned between a car and Michaela. Michaela draws back like this here and comes up with a big old swing of the knife towards uh, the girl's neck. And cop caps her, shoots her, dead. And then the police uh, officers run in and try to render aid to 
the young lady who had just been shot by the other officer. And the bystanders are calling the officer, What are you, stupid? That's my baby you just shot. And the officer responds with, She was trying to stab another girl with a knife and you're over here kicking somebody in the head. Not, I'm not quoting directly, but eh, verbat or, uh, paraphrasing. So in his finite wisdom, LeBron James uh, tweets out a picture of the officer and says, you're next. Now, a lot of people are assuming uh, that LeBron is saying... We're, we're coming to kick your butt to this officer. I assumed when I saw this that he meant you're the next Derek Chauvin. You're, you're going to be on trial and found guilty of murder uh, in this regard. Um, one way or the other, this was a justifiable shooting. Um You're saving another person's life against someone who's being violently aggressive. Um, <clears throat> people are posting pictures of this Micaiah. The media uh, is what I mean by people. Uh, uh, they're posting pictures of her in pigtails and as a little girl uh, saying that she was an honor student. And hey, you can be an honor. Listen, man. <clears throat> You can be an honor student and have a, a temper. You can have an honor, uh, be an honor student, pardon me, and kill other people. Uh, you know, there are uh, serial killers out there that, um, not that this young lady was a serial killer, I'm not saying that. There, there have been killers that are borderline genius. Okay? Uh, sometimes when you are quote, too smart, you can uh, have uh, other issues. You can be uh, borderline insane. That's, quote, unquote, too smart. Um, but nonetheless, it was probably a crime of passion in progress, uh, a fight, a f an argument uh, uh, that got out of control, the police had to be called, and they come up on the scene. People are tussling, fighting. You know, Daddy's trying to field goal kick some girl in the head. Micaiah's got a knife, and she's swinging it at this other girl. Uh, and we don't know that the outcome had the officer not shot her. We know when an officer rolls up on the scene... And there is a deadly weapon being used on the officer or on another human being that the officers in the past have been justifiable in their shooting uh, and using lethal force. Now, I don't know if that's a written law or that's a case law. But that's how it's always been treated in the past. But things are changing. Uh, if this goes to trial, this officer 
will probably be found guilty. It just depends on how much of a backbone the prosecutors and the chief and the police in Columbus have. If they're willing to stand by this officer and say, look, someone was in the process of killing another person or someone was in the process of using a deadly weapon against another person, then it's a justifiable use of deadly force. Law, uh, former police officer Brandon Tatum, who's a big YouTuber, uh, I think his website is uh, tatumstore.com, whatever. Brand, look up Brandon Tatum on YouTube, you'll find him. He goes through this and breaks it down. So, a couple unlikely allies emerged in this case, however. And there's a Newsweek article where Don Lemon and Fredo Cuomo are kind of sticking up for the officer. Uh, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, I say Lemon to be an ass, uh, but anyways, Don Lemon, when they roll up on the scene, they see people tussling around, someone has a knife, and their job is to protect and serve every life at the scene. If they see someone who is in the process of taking a life, what decision do they have? Do they have to make? Um, see, the article goes on to say, you know, the officer who shot the girl was identified on Wednesday as Nicholas Reardon. Reardon sounds familiar. There, I think there are some Reardons. I don't know if they're related, but Reardons in the uh, area I live. Uh, Nicholas Reardon, who joined the Columbus PD in 2019, so he's been on the job approximately two years, maybe less. Uh, I don't know if he had experience from another department or if he's a, a newbie officer, um, a, a young officer just out of the academy, or maybe he transferred from another department. Uh, body cam footage of the shooting show the officer pull up to the chaotic scene responding to a 911 call. Someone said they were being threatened. Uh, if you listen to the 911 tape, there's already chaos erupting at the scene. Uh, the, the person is frantic. The caller should be glad that the police showed up. They may be. I don't know if the caller is uh, any of the people in this video calling the cops stupid or what, but they should be glad the police showed up. Uh, there was chaos before the officers came. Someone's trying to stab us. We need police here quick. You know, the 911 operators, God bless them, but sometimes you hear them asking the dumbest goddamn questions while somebody's screaming for help. I know they have a process they have to go through, and they've probably already dispatched the police to the scene, but they're trying to keep the person on the line to get more information to relay to the police. 
And so the 911 operator is asking questions. God bless them. And the person on the other end is just frantically screaming, we need police here. They're trying to stab us. They're trying to hurt us. They're, you know, all this shit. So anyhow, chaos ensued. A group of people brawling in the driveway. Bryant scene swinging a knife at a woman who falls backwards. Get down, reared and shouts. Several times as Bryant charges another female dressed in pink. The officer was telling her to get down. He was trying to what they call de-escalate the situation. That's going to be it's another thing that the left wing uh, media and people idiots want to bring. Oh, police got to de-escalate. We got to send psychiatrist out first to evaluate the situation or send a counselor in the car with the police so they can blah blah woof woof the officer was trying de-escalation not you know huggy kissy would you like a glass of milk and some cookies uh, all those from the size of Makai she probably would have liked some milk and cookies uh, the Officers trying to stop the situation. Get down, get down. She can see. I mean, she was facing the the police. You can see police cars pulling up. There's three cars or more. There are officers all around. It's pretty clear the police are there. Micaiah is trying to get a shank or two in on this girl. Uh before she gets arrested, before the police can break it up. Dad is trying to field goal kick somebody's head off before the officers can stop him. They're trying to get their last uh, hits, kicks, stabs of the fight in before it gets broken up. This is bullshit to even remotely blame the officer for his actions. The actions of... (coughs) The sheer response of those officers probably saved lives and saved, definitely saved people from some major serious bodily injury that day. Okay. Let's move it along, as they would say. As I would say. (laughs) Old Nance... Nancy Pelosi, pandering, pander, 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 mander, pants on fire. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was pandering to the supporters of George Floyd by looking to the heavens. Thank you, George, for your sacrifice. I'm a piece of shit that really likes ice cream, but you sacrificed yourself, George. You fentanyl, opioid-addicted piece of crap. Show. (laughs) After she made her passionate speech to George Floyd's heavenly ghost in... She was looking the wrong way, by the way. She was looking the wrong way. Black Lives Matter condemns Pelosi's sacrifice comment, 
so disgraceful, reports the National Review. Let's see if we can get this article centered here amongst all the pop-ups so I can read from it. Close ad. There we go. Good grief. Black Lives Matter on Wednesday condemned comments of Speaker Nancy Pelosi about George Floyd in the immediate aftermath of the Chauvin verdict. Speaking at the Congressional Black Caucus News Conference on Capitol Hill after the trial, Pelosi said, Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Oh, dear heavens. Thank goodness for 7-Elevens. Uh, this dumb bitch is trying so hard to pander to the ever-dwindling, although it's still large, constituency of the Democrat Party. Um, and... She's so incompetent and incapable as a human being, as a politician, as a sleazy, greasy, dirty politician. She can't get this right. She she tries too hard to pander to the left wing to the black population uh, and she goes too far in it whether it's you know ripping up you know the big dramatized tearing up of President Trump's State of the Union which Joe Biden has yet to make a State of the Union address whether it's her applaud where she, you know, leaned her wretched old body back and stuck her, her Hansel and Gretel witch-looking hands out as far as she could to mockingly applaud another State of the Union by Donald Trump, which, by the way, have I mentioned Joe Biden still hasn't made a State of the Union address? Uh, she's just so over the top, so eccentric, such so mind sh batshit crazy as a human. She just screws everything up. The, the harder she tries to pander, the more eccentric and melodramatic she tries to... Uh, you're 80 freaking years old. You should be in a nursing home or uh, retired being, you know, sweet old granny to your grandkids at this phase. You shouldn't be out uh, trying to be a TV star. And that's how she comes across. Just like this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They just come across as, you know, big... Uh, adolescents trying to play adult and trying to be TV stars. It's it's ridiculous. And this is what Nancy is being called out for. 
you know, quote, or wait a minute here, this isn't a quote. The House Speaker's remarks drew backlash and questions on social media, including from the Black Lives Matter organization. Black Lives Matter Twitter account called Pelosi's remarks disrespectful and pointed out George Floyd didn't choose to die. This is blue check marks, so it's an official Twitter account. Black Lives Matter. This is so damn disrespectful. George Floyd didn't choose to die at Speaker Pelosi. He was murdered by a killer cop operating through white supremacy. There's, there isn't justice here. Uh, and then uh, this was a quoted tweet from Black Lives Matter. They uh, retweeted with the quote I just read you. Uh, a video from the recount, also blue check marked. Uh, Speaker Pelosi at the Congressional Black Caucus presser. So she was stealing the thunder from the Congressional Black Caucus. This was their moment, and she stuck her elderly, wretched nose in there to try to steal their spotlight. Old bitch. Um, so the recount tweeted, Speaker Pelosi at the Congressional Black Caucus presser after Chauvin verdict, and then it quotes her, Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. End quote. And then there's, uh, you can watch on the recount tweet, they, the video of Nancy Pelosi's uh, horrendous speech, and then so on and so forth. There's a link to that article on uh, Rumble and YouTube in the description. This is an interesting one. The officer, this is a different article now. Officer who killed Richard Brooks wants his job back. So, Richard Brooks, uh, he was the guy who passed out in the Wendy's drive-thru in Atlanta. Uh, the cops walked up on him, and he was drunk as a skunk. Uh, they got him out of the car, and everything was going pretty good. He was being pretty compliant until they tried to handcuff him. Then he beat up the cops tried to take one of their guns, did manage to take the taser off of another officer, fired it at said officer, and as he was in the process of between firing and turning back around to continue to run, the officer in a split-second decision shot him in the back. Uh, I don't know which part of the back. It could have been the side, but they're calling it the back. Uh, the way I, if you watch the video at full speed, the officer makes the decision to shoot while Brooks is turned towards him. But again, it takes some time for the message to go from your brain to your finger to squeeze the trigger. This is after Brooks fired a taser at the officer's head, which would not have felt good. Take it from someone who has been tased. But, uh, 
before you think I'm some hardened thug that runs from the police or fights police and gets tasered, I went, when I was a council member, I went through the taser training and got the zap with my local police department. Because I was a civilian, I only got a one second shock. The officer, uh, there was an officer there who me, me and him became, uh, I don't know, taser electrocution buddies that night. Um, he took the five second ride, the full five second electrocution. Yeah, that was the longest one second of my life and I'll never do it again. So this article, article from the Associated Press says, former Atlanta Popo officer's attorney Thursday said his client didn't get a chance to defend himself before he was fired for fatally shooting Richard Brooks, a black man who had been running away from two white officers. They always got to bring race into it. That makes this more opinionated to me, in my, in my opinion, than a news article. And I just described to you what happened much better than the way the Associated Press uh, did. But anyways, Officer Garrett, Garrett Ralph, Rolf, R-O-L-F-E, Rolf, was dismissed without proper investigation by the city on June 13th, one day after... Brooks' death, Ralph's attorney, Lance LaRusso, La Russo, told the city's civil service board as he argued for his client's reinstatement to the force, according to the Atlanta Constitutional, Atlanta Journal Constitution, pardon me. The encounter outside Wendy's, blah, blah, blah. Assistant Chief Todd Coit told the board he believed Rolf and Officer Devin Bronson were trying to show compassion and did everything they could to calm the situation down. And, you know, they were very compassionate and were very uh, professional. If you watch the body cam and police dash cam footage, uh, in Mr. Um, Brooks was very calm and polite until the handcuffs started to go on. Mr. Brooks was not dear, sweet, innocent Mr. Brooks. He had uh, warrants. <clears throat> Pardon me. I don't think the officers knew that at the time, but he had court orders, been previously been uh, arrested. He was probably going back to jail uh, and when he felt that when he was being arrested, the fight or flight reaction kicked in and he fought and flew. He beat up the officers. Okay. Uh, Atlanta needs to get some tough. These, these guys need to look, find Mr. Miyagi and learn some karate or some shit because they got their asses whipped by a drunk. Anyhow, so this officer wants his job back at the Atlanta PD. Um, I don't know why you would. He's going to be a sitting target for vigil antes. Uh, but Garrett Rolfe wants his job back with the Atlanta PD. 
God bless him for wanting to continue to serve. I mean, you know, God bless all officers and firemen and people that put their lives on the line for us every day. But this, bro, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd, I'd take a job as the greeter at Walmart or something. I would not uh, go back into policing. So this guy must really like serving his community or something. Anyhow, so that's some opinionated information from moi on some articles I found interesting. God bless you all. Hope y'all have a good weekend. It's finally Friday where I live. Uh, I will be working this weekend, driving drunks to and fro the bars. So y'all have a good time. God bless you. Pray for each other. Until next time.